You say you're listening to the Tom and Jack podcast. No, that Adam. You're listening to the Tom and Jack podcast. Awful. Awful. And then he um, shouldn't have bothered. He was just violently sick. Uh, Hello, you're listening to the Tom and Jack podcast slash show, maybe on Radio Vista, although probably not. Yeah, I'm so sorry. It's been two weeks. (laughs) Oh. No, he said dusty then, rusty. Look at that. Ironic. To quote my dad, I'm really sorry it's short notice. We'll try again next weekend. <laughs> uh, how old were you when you first heard that? Fourteen, <laughs> uh, I suppose. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Hello. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks, but we're back with, I would say, great content, but I can't promise that. No? Have you done anything? Nah. How are you, anyway? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I have a small confession to make. I did go on to another radio show this morning. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. What radio show? I went on to the Heart Breakfast show this morning. Was that definitely on air? Yes. Oh, well, and they knew although, that. They knew that as they were doing it. Although, That's strangely, weird. the studio was just in some sort of shipping containment. In the middle of nowhere with nothing really? else around it. What, no wires or anything? No. Okay. Did no. they have microphones? Just talking to the can. Yes, but they, <laughs> they were made from tin. <laughs> so it was less professional than this setup? No, no. I actually did. I actually genuinely did do that. It wasn't, to be fair, the studio wasn't as nice as I hoped it would be. It right. was like a little crappy box. Please do not swear. But I bet you didn't swear on whatever it was. The audio quality, mate. The feedback yeah. in those cans. Oh, I'm <laughs> telling you. That's the dream. We'll know we've made it when we've got that. I bet they couldn't balance a microphone on an ancient civilization's book if like, they tried. That's what my microphone is balanced on, by the way, because that's what we get reduced to down in the basement. Um, yeah, one day, what mate. Were you, what were you talking about? Oh, uh, it was, was it a competition. Work. It was a competition. <laughs> <laughs> Your final question, Jack, to win £1,000 worth of Boots vouchers? No. Uh, okay. Just to talk about work. Yeah? Not my, not like, what have you been up to, Jack? <laughs> what are you been? For an event. Said, Promoting right, okay. an event. That's what I, I was thought you were for. their big interview for the week. Oh, I tell it's you not. what. I bought um, out the laughs, though. Coming up this week, we've got an oh, interview with some gonk to talk oh, about his boring was, job. Oh, it was funny. Was oh, it? It was good. I bet you didn't. As, have they got a listen back feature? Finish, finish, finish the interview, and the presenter went, "That was perfect." Really? And the producer was like, "That was really good. Well done. You got that perfectly." First time, I was like, "Well, practice, <laughs> mate. Practice. That's the key." Did you Did you mention one the day, podcast? One day you'll be doing your own podcast in a basement with yeah, a that's true. with a nice young man. It. Oh, lovely. Uh, well, good. I'm glad you're being a traitor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, did that this morning. It was nice. Nice to be on a proper radio show. Well, that's... Hmm. Went on holiday a few weeks ago. That was well, nice. Well, it. Don't bother mentioning the holidays anymore, mate. We'll just assume. Old Jet Set Jack. <laughs> Where's he off to this week? Oh, spin a globe and touch oh, it. Oh, tin star Tom. Was it good? <laughs> was it good? You look like Yeah, that. nice, yeah. thanks. I didn't do any postcards because I thought... Do you know I, what? That's I'm gonna almost try... work, innit? 
I'm going to try not to be a sarcastic nit and point out the flaws in my holiday. I'm just going to try and enjoy it. Do you know what? I still didn't. Good. That fills me with joy. No, I did really. No. Oh, rubbish. Well, great. Bully for you. What have you been up to anyway? I've started a new job, mate. Tom, Tom has started a new job and now he thinks that he's just <laughs> like a perfectly formed jig in the wider jigsaw. has just slotted in nicely into society. Have, just mate. because you're on a contracted job doesn't mean you fit in. It's not a contract. <laughs> <laughs> so Nothing's sure. been signed. Um, yeah, no, good. Start a bit of a job. Yeah, <laughs> work hard, play hard. Yeah. Where where's the play hard bit coming in? Yeah, this is when you were drunkenly yeah. texting me the other night. I wasn't like drunk. some dirty floozy. Don't drink midweek, mate. That's not happening. You won't to make mine up the leather. We can do a late night pod. I didn't say that. Where's that come from? It's a hallucination My you brain. had. Um, yeah, good. Just do a job, mate. Do a job. Act normal. I'll tell you what. You, you've been taking the piss for a while now. Why? Oh, I'm tired. I'm tired. Just sitting down all day. That's not a job, is it? It's not graft. Oh, Ridiculous. Right. Oh, I'm so tired. My lumbar support's slightly out. I, think <laughs> I need to lie down. Nonsense. Uh, as if people get paid to do that. I just sat in a chair all week, eating. And did what? Oh, typed some stuff. Great. Did some things. Yeah. Great. What? What more do you want to know? I'm not sure how much I can mention yet without, um, I don't know. You wait. It's the same with anything else. It's a transition. It's a transition period, mate. You get into it and you think this is great. I get to sit down. I get to go to the toilet when I want. I can have a proper break. I get to eat when I want. I can sit and look at my phone, live in the dream. No. No, it'll change. You don't know, you're born, mate. I think you've it'll forgotten change. what it's like to actually do a job. I haven't, and I much prefer working in an office than working in any other environment. I don't mean that it's easy, Sam. No, oh, it is. For <sighs> you. Because it is. A computer. Yep, sat at a computer. Is like it a yours? normal person. I challenge anyone to prove otherwise. Having said that, I did email the MD today with a query that was meant to go to my line manager. And his secretary was not amused. Good. Uh, I wouldn't be. I'd have had you sacked. Apart from that, I've been pretty normal, I think. Uh, yeah. Prove it. I did, my line manager was coming to my, my desk to show me how to do something, and I'd run out of gum. And then the person opposite me couldn't... Chewing quite, gum? Yeah. And then the person opposite me was going, is it really that big an issue? And I was going, no, it's not. I've got halitosis. <laughs> so I was really, yeah. I was someone in my personal vicinity and I've got bad breath. B.O. mouth. Yeah, Come mouth on. of the B.O. Oh. Um, coming up on the show. <laughs> well, I can cross out Jack talks about his holiday. Ah, I just cross <laughs> that one out. Um, well, I know both of us are fascinated with um, <laughs> the paranormal. And mm. trying to find some definitive proof either way. Well, so I've got some more evidence of that coming up. I don't think you have to dig far, do you? Uh, I've got a bumper, boom boom apprentice, which I know you're looking forward to. And we might round things out with a little bit of classical music. Do the people at work know about this podcast? <laughs> no. Right. They said, what do you do in your free time? I said, <laughs> nothing. I just stay out of trouble, mate. 
Don't bother looking I just, on uh, Facebook. I just watch the Netflix, yeah? <laughs> I just Netflix and chill. That's what yeah, I do like with my bay. Oh, did you see the old getting the Essex this week? Oh, they're so oh. stupid and lovable, aren't they? Oh, yeah. What about when you text me earlier this week, out mm. of nowhere, saying, if Pokemon was real, and I was in a Pokemon fight, mm. and the Pokemon trainer beat all my Pokemon with mm. his Pokemon, you said, I'd just punch him, because he, he owns the Pokemon, so if I beat him up, then I've technically won the Pokemon Where? Battle. Why have you been thinking about this? Because you text me saying no, I didn't. exactly that. No, I didn't. You yes, must be thinking did. of someone else. No. We did not... Unless I did this in my sleep, we did not have this conversation. Check your phone. I'll tell you what, check your phone while we're listening to a little bit of... (coughs) There you go, that was Kids in America by Kim Wilde. Radio Bista, maybe. Nice, you're listening to uh, Tom and Jack. The last broadcasters standing that aren't, you know, well, paedophiles or... (laughs) you know sex pests or anything like that well having said that you did send me a gif of some uh, mammary glands what, what did you say jugs jugs okay yeah just for no reason and then you said I'm crying um, <laughs> I didn't say I'm crying and I said yes you did and I said from where and then you didn't reply <laughs> <laughs> for approximately two minutes I like the idea of someone thinking because it takes a bit of an- uh, effort to animate images into a gif no, yeah, it's probably <laughs> worth it. I'll give something back to the world. <laughs> but, then, but then do what with it? I don't know. What do you do with any of them? Yeah. Well, it's, well yeah, the thing we were talking about. A bit of job is... interview. You got any skills with <laughs> IT? Yeah, I'm really good at making gifts. Oh, great. Have you got any examples? Yeah, but they're all knockers. <laughs> Jiggling knockers. Imagine some fun like... bags. Imagine someone masturbating oh. over it. <laughs> Just a little flip, for just three seconds. Oh, that's enough for me. I get the general idea. Get me going. Um, here's another thing, right? I was thinking. You know, we were talking about Wallace and Gromit last time we were on. Yeah. I've had some a more great observational comedy. You should have moved on from about this. long dead uh, cartoon series. Long dead is not a cartoon series. Uh, right. Good. My niece was watching Mickey Mouse the other day. Right. So, Pluto is a oh. dog. Okay, he lives like a dog. He acts like a dog. Okay, yeah. Goofy acts like a is a dog. Looks exactly the same as Pluto. Yeah, but he wears human clothes. Thing, wears human clothes. Acts like a human. So what? What the hell is going on? Jack? He acts. He acts a bit like a um, like a sort of slack jawed yokel, doesn't he? Well, <laughs> I, well, yeah, maybe that's it. That he's a dog, like you know, famously Joseph Stalin tried to breed a gorilla and a human to create an army of super soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, allegedly, Lest I read. We forget. I read on the internet once. Uh, maybe that's the sort of thing that's been going on. With where do you get this information from? But I don't like. But the it's in a world where a mouse is anthropomorphized as a person. So why does he have a pet dog? And why is the oh? You'll have to take it up with Walt, mate. It's a sex game or something, maybe. A sex game. A sex a game. Game of sex. Indeed. Right. Do you want to hear some stuff? Oh God, do I? I think maybe we need a sort of um, paranormal jingle. Okay. What do you think? How do you? 
How do you envisage that sound? I don't know. Maybe I'll choose the heebie-jeebies. A sort of a... Someone on Radio X last week said the phrase, the heebie-jeebies. No. Yeah, so I think um, we should probably contact our lawyers. <laughs> I de- Look, Scott Mills has already taken one of my items, and that's... Do you know what? Fine. The wider public get to enjoy my genius. I don't mind. That's mm. all right. I but I draw the line with heebie-beegees. That idea is too good when, to be stolen. When, that's a multi-million idea, that, mate. When Chris Moyles decided... That's our, um, that's our <laughs> clock in the garage. When Oh, they shouldn't have done that. Never should have done that. Uh, when Chris Moyles decided to oh. stole your homophobic shtick <laughs> that was off my parody song we thought maybe <laughs> when he sang this is my motor by Martin McCutcheon <laughs> instead of this is my moment <laughs> what does that even mean tragic isn't it oh well when who were those people who were on Radio 1 who sang um, why is it always derily <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> <laughs> the, were you, do you no, the not who sang the original. Who did the, that wonderful cover? Was it not Moyles? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Why is it always Derry Lee? <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, but it's provocative. Uh, it gets the people going, yeah. Um, right, I came across this the other day, right? So no. This is a YouTube account that um, uses the power of... Um, a ghost box. Yes. <laughs> to um to say no more. Connect with recently deceased celebrities. Mm. Now I don't think I'm going to say what? this gentleman's name. What's Sorry, just quickly. Why only recently? Because <laughs> it's current <laughs> material. Know. Sorry, largely recently, but he's also um he's also done other notable people, including JFK's murderer, <laughs> uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> I don't even know why. He was a bit... If you could talk to either of them, talk to JFK. Yeah, that's well, that's a very good point. I didn't even well, think Well, actually, to be fair, I'd want to know what... I'd want to know if it was definitely Harvey Oswald. Well, I'd, I'm more interested about JFK. You know, JFK used to smuggle women into the White House when yeah. dear Jackie was just asleep in their marital bed. He used, like, secret tunnels, didn't he? Allegedly. Mm. Well, we, maybe we could find out if we get in there. Like a dirty, great big glory hole into the White House. <laughs> so Sick uh, pervert. <laughs> Trump, plug it up. If you so, know what's good for America. So, the gentleman in question, I don't think I'm going to mention his name. Don't, mate. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Come like on. I say, he uses a ghost box. Not just any ghost box, though. So, uh, the PSB7 Spirit Box ITC research device. Just remember that we'll come back to this device um, to get in contact with notable dead people. Uh, one of which is Hugh Hefner, famous dead pornographer. Pornographer. What is does that, that mean? What, what did? What would you describe them as? Entrepreneur uh, yeah. is calling this actually. Yeah, I'm happy with that. All right, fine. Well, a pornographer. <laughs> well, if you two just sit over there and you know fiddle with yourselves, uh. you two go over there and do that. That's that's what you imagine a pornographer does, is it? No, that when, just came what, out of you. What do you think a pornographer does, then? Tell me now. Takes pictures of sex. <laughs> <laughs> what? Pictures, pictures of sex. Pictures that's, of sex, uh, Your Honour. I put it to you. I think a picture of a sex. I think, 
I think that's still just a photographer, mate. I don't think it matters what's on the other side of the lens. If you've got a camera in your hand, you're a photographer. Yeah, but no, there are pornographers. No, there's not. There is a a pornographer. (laughs) It's pornography, but not a pornographer. There definitely is. Yeah, okay. Answers on a postcard. Well, send me vacancies. <laughs> you get over excited. I've not found those on Indeed. Anyway. You go, right, I'm taking. <laughs> I've filmed 15 seconds. I've suddenly lost interest, and I need Where's a shower. the nearest toilet? <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, let's calm down. Here is the audio of this gentleman trying to get in contact with uh, Hugh Hefner. Dead. Whatever. <laughs> uh, and well, I mean, entrepreneurographer. It ma- I mean, I'm a sceptic, but this has made me think maybe <laughs> there is an afterlife. Okay, <laughs> so listen to this. Hello there, YouTubers. My name's <laughs> It is Thursday, the 16th of November, 2017, and I'm now going to conduct a ghost box session with the intention of attempting to communicate with the spirit of the late businessman, Hugh Hefner. So I shall turn on the PSB7 here, which is one of the most popular and effective ghost boxes on the market. I shall go into reverse sweep, meaning that any radio voices would be coming out backwards, and we'll see what we can get. Are there any spirit beings present, please, who can bring forward the spirit of the businessman Hugh Hefner, please? Hugh, if you speak into this device, I can hear you. Hugh Hefner was born on April the 9th, 1926, in Chicago, Illinois, USA. Hugh, you founded Playboy magazine in 1953. How would you describe the 1950s? Hugh, do you have a message for your fans? Hugh, can you say your name, please? Hugh, you served between 1944 and 1946 as a US Army writer for a military newspaper. How was those war times? Food for thought, indeed. That has chilled me to my core. How was those war times? How was they? In the original video, right, he's um, put subtitles on some of the responses. (laughs) I don't know if you picked them up. No. freaked you out a little bit. Wow. But then occasionally on some of them he's just put question mark, question mark, question mark. Even he doesn't know what they are. Yeah. Oh, Christ. Even he, such a master in his field. Oh, um, wow. Any thoughts? Are you convinced? Uh, by what? By Hugh Hefner contacting that man he from didn't beyond con- the he, grave. He didn't contact him, did he? Because that wasn't there wasn't noises there. Do you want me to play it again? Yeah, <laughs> please. Uh, well, I mean, I was thinking this must be some sort of wind-up. I mean, he's filmed it, so surely he could just retrospectively falsify that mm. to make it such compelling evidence. Um, so I decided to look up the uh, ghost box. Do you know what? Can I, can I just say quickly, for many years you've looked like 
a sort of well through want of your own you've looked like a sort of young Jimmy Dean yeah I'm hungry strike this evening you look more like a young Simon Mayo and it's quite strange a young Simon Mayo yeah okay I can't see myself so I don't know I think it's the job the job. I think you've oh. become a man now, and now you've gone from Jimmy Dean, uh, appropriately at your sort of age, has died. That's true. And now. Oh no! I'm covered in mayo. <laughs> I've got oh, mayo God. all down my shirt. That's weird because I've had mayo in all my sandwiches oh, this week. Oh my Christ! I'm full of mayo. It's coming out of mayo. <laughs> I've got mayo in my trousers. Um, anyway, we could just return to. Yeah. Go on. What I was saying. So, like, the evidence was compelling, but I was thinking, mm. is there really a device that's powerful enough to be able to? <laughs> well, to I mean, is there? Tell me if is there, there is. a device that can transmit Jingo Bill Bollock that clearly? <laughs> so, I went on to Amazon. Uh, co. uk, oh. um, and looked at some of the details surrounding the PSB Seven Spirit Box ITC research device, mm. uh, which is available, Jack. From as little as sixty nine ninety nine. It will kind of surprise you. And so, what's I mean, the name of the seller? Does it correlate in any way to the username on YouTube? Um, no, it's not actually. Weirdly, hmm. it's called Rat Child Scammer ninety two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so actually, it's coming up to Christmas. So you know, you never know. You might want to drop a hint to your girlfriend, Darren, in his. A shed in Bristol has <laughs> been knocking them up and selling them on Amazon to um, idiots. So, uh, <laughs> um, imagine being the person that's made those and just gone. I honestly cannot believe I've made money off of this. This is mad. <laughs> uh, it's about to get a bit madder. Uh, in the description, it says uh, the PSB Seven has given ample proof that it can instantly transmit unexplained voices. But that does, yeah. That doesn't mean anything though. Well, Unexplained voices. So what? No, you open your mind up sorry, to possibilities. Sorry. Don't be so cynical. Well, if it's unexplained, then it's got to be paranormal mm-hmm. because that's the only logical. You know. That's true, but like sensibly, I think that's kind of covered them legally, which I think is probably 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 a the point. Because really, yeah. I can't imagine then uh, doing it for. Any reason that isn't legitimate. Uh, you might know on Amazon.co.uk, you can uh, people can ask questions about a product, and people who have bought them can answer. Yeah. So, um, uh, Juliet from the UK has asked, "Can anyone confirm that this works in the UK?" Uh, <laughs> well, you don't want to. You would. You'd hate to have you it shipped know. and then for it to be region. Well, I don't. Well, what happens like with DVD. Ju- What happens when Juju is put on a plane? Is what I want to know. <laughs> what goes on? There's been very little research. Can yeah, that's a good question. Can you contact the dead from forty thousand feet in the air? You're closer to the heavens. True. Who knows? Better signal. That's not where Hefner is, though, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've also just taken a handful of sharing reviews. his pornographers with <laughs> Satan. <laughs> I've I've taken a handful of reviews. I mean, they're all largely similar. If you would like, if you like the sound of this sort of thing, then by all means, go and peruse. Yeah. There's also various other levels of ghost boxes. I sort of I opened Pandora's box, ironically enough, by going in to look at this because there's a whole range of ghost hunting paraphernalia that you can find. 
I was thinking maybe we should utilise some of it to find the Loch Ness Monster when we That's do that. Other um, so Michelle gave it three stars. She said, in all honesty, I've only used it three times. It is much better with headphones, but I feel a bit silly sat there with headphones on trying to speak to the dead. <laughs> it does make an excellent radio for the dog when I go out though imagine that <laughs> honey what are you doing oh sorry I'm speaking to Lee I'm Harvey speaking, Oswald I'm, just, <laughs> I'm oh. speaking to Marilyn Monroe no not that why have you got headphones <laughs> on got those ludicrous oh, things in um, a bit of advice comes in the next one which is nice I like when there's reviews on Amazon that are also helpful constructive yeah, but in a broader sense really just sure. to in, maybe in the field that this involves but not specifically about the item that's being sold so Karen's giving it five stars I bought this <laughs> for my sister etc etc blah 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 uh, please do not use this equipment if you are not experienced and never without protection <laughs> <laughs> what does she Go on to say what the protection is. Is it like a beekeeper's outfit? No, she did, just in case that wasn't severe enough. And what you think that called? What? Like a beekeeper's. I don't... I don't. Good question. Overall. If you know what the thing a beekeeper wears is called, please contact us at the, at the usual chat. Please email studio at radiobista.co.uk. I'd also like to know if the hat bit and the body bit are two different names. If you know if the hat bit and the body bit of a beekeeper's outfit are called different names, could you email studio at samuel.isaacs at radiobista.co.uk? Instantly, if you have any indecent images on your hard drive, feel free to send them to studio at radiobista.co.uk. If you've got anything incriminating against you and you think, I'd like to spread this, to bring mm-hmm. others down with me the address is samuel.isaacs at radiobista.co.uk or if you're trying to test some new malware that you've made <laughs> feel free to email it to studio at radiobista.co.uk obviously don't do that but do if you really want to <clears throat> it's out of our hands now we said it so back to Karen's review <clears throat> so Karen said please do not use this equipment if you are not experienced and never without protection whether you believe or not, the paranormal should not be played with or taken lightly. Here you go, Jack. I didn't. I mean, I wouldn't have ever taken it lightly. I don't, I'd never mock it. I know, but not everyone knows that. Okay. okay. So it's just helpful advice. It is quite helpful. You know, I, I'm sure there's a lot of people thinking, looking at that product and thinking, I'm I'll spend, spend $70 spend for a laugh. For just a joke yeah. to take the piss. And it's not. Don't it's not. It, it's not funny. <clears throat> it's not funny to make fun of the dead <laughs> um, even if you can talk to them uh, a gentleman called Rainer has gone for a slightly different tack with his review he's only given it one stars and he says you can tune in through a radio frequency in your home but please be careful and ask Archangel Michael for protection beforehand right because <clears throat> what because of what I don't know, man. But if it's if it's a box, surely, you know, I don't know what could go wrong, but if something does, don't you just turn it off? Maybe. Or will the ghosts I mean, come through the box and into your soul? 
Potentially, I think, but just ask the Archangel Michael. And then you'd be possessed by the ghost of Hugh Hefner. Oh, no. And you'd just go around humping things, but then you could blame it on the ghost. You'd go around pornographing. Yeah. doing a pornography. Oh, I don't have a pornography. I'm so sorry. Um, <clears throat> so sorry for putting you in a porn. Um, finally, Scott gives it five stars and says, uh, nice little simple one. You don't always have to talk on and on about no. it. Uh, superb. Now I'm talking regularly to the dead. <laughs> Which is nice, isn't it? That is nice. <laughs> well, Thanks for that, Scott. Very pleased for you, Scott. Um, could you ask my granddad where my money is? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, yeah, good. little trip through the paranormal. Lovely. Who would you talk to? Who would I talk to? Yeah. Um, that's a good If question. we got one. Um... And provided, you know, we set it up right, we've got the right protection. I'd talk to the people O.J. Simpson was alleged to have killed in the famous trial. And what would you ask? I'd go, what was going on? (laughs) What is happening here? Did he do it? Did he? (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) I think what he... The problem with that is that he obviously did it, so you... What? Well, of course he did. He was proved innocent by yeah, but 12 you... good men in true. <laughs> yeah, but you, you racist. The more important thing there was would be to speak to the victims and go, look, you know, he you said know, sorry. You know when OJ murdered you? Oh yeah, that was that was pretty that was got, pretty bad. Got him. Well, away because uh, filming this ghost box for YouTube. And he got away with it. Um yeah. Uh you <laughs> the, oh, glove. the glove. The um, glove. You know when there was recently on the well not recently but a couple of months ago on the BBC there was a I think documentary about the OJ Simpson trial. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> someone I know was talking to someone I can't remember where but they were talking Ooh. about it and this person went no don't I didn't finish it I don't want to know what happens. <laughs> uh, oh wow. Good old people. Good old dead ignorant people. Who would you talk to then if they were dead? I don't know. I'd like to speak to someone who, you know, that's dead now, but in real life you wouldn't want to necessarily interact with them face to face. Like Stalin, <laughs> you know, at a distance, you could ask him, like, what were you thinking, mate? I mean, what, <laughs> right. what, 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 what was all that about? And what, he'd really? reply in Russian and then you'd go, what? Oh, right. So that's the issue. Translation, is it? Yeah. All right. What if I get a ghost translator? Is absolutely fine. Okay. Uh, right, let's have some more music, shall we? <laughs> Thank God. Um, An exhausting link. <laughs> Ingrate. <laughs> Call me a racist, but I quite enjoyed that. That was Morrissey with um, Get in Bed. Get into that bed, Radio You're Vista. Not a racist. But you are a pardoner of the racists, <laughs> and for that you are just as bad. I'm not a racist. Muslims aren't even a race. I'm oh, not... that's fine then. Say whatever you want. Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, daft, mental. I'm not racist, but it is a problem, isn't it? Oh, right. Okay. Wow. Here's a good. Um, here's a good Twitter account to follow. It's called Racist Pets, and it's people who have pictures of their animals, or you know when they. They have a Twitter account that's meant to be from their dog. Yeah. And there's lonely, barren people. 
uh, it's people like that, but then they're saying vitriolic, hateful things, and the bloke just posts that something with a picture of the dog that's saying it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very nice. Tremendous fun. This is the Tom and Jack podcast, in yeah. case you'd forgotten what you were listening to. No one, st- no one stay tuned, mate. Don't no, worry about it. This is just for us, isn't it, really? Hasn't it always been? Yeah. Yeah, in a very real way. So, we've covered a lot. We've covered Goofy. We've covered the other stuff we did. We've, we've learned covered, about ghost boxes. We've covered your mayo. Yeah, we've... Um, yeah, we squeezed your mayo. Come on, mate. Uh, What's wrong with you? Sending gifts of baps. <laughs> and talking about mayo everywhere. Baps. Ugh. Uh, I don't like baps. What do you mean? The term. <laughs> Oh, the term. I prefer okay. buns. Thanks. Baps. Yeah, don't don't mind flowery bap. Um, flowery. Well, are we talking about the bread or not? I can't no, keep up. Talking no, talking about breasts. I don't. And that really... gets you off. Putting a lovely bit of oat flour all over some baps. I don't really like any sort of nicknames for genitalia or anything like that. I feel odd really about them. nothing. Yeah. No, not really. Gunt, I think it's horrible. Uh, yes, that is horrible. <laughs> Google that, you, you don't seem, know. You, you seem to quite over like it, though. <laughs> from, from where I'm sitting, you're enjoying it. I used to work with some women who say it all the time. It used to always make me laugh. Yeah. Horrific. That is horrific. Um, yeah, Google that. I'm not, I'm, not and, giving uh, it, I'm not giving it the airtime, that sort of <laughs> filth. Um, yeah. <laughs> Where was I? I don't know. <laughs> uh, would you like some Badum Boom Apprentice? Well, not tough, really. Tough. That was rhetorical. Graffiti artist. The irony will be that <laughs> the writing will be on the wall for one of you uh, today. Now, I heard a bit of this week's episode, so I know that there were some bad ones. Oh, really? Yeah. I struggled with this week. Really? But we've got a bumper one, because Ew. Jet Set Jack was going around the globe, smuggling heroin across borders. Yeah, smuggling <laughs> heroin from Portugal. <gasps> you didn't, did you? You dare mock oh. the Portuguese. Those people okay. work hard, mate. They have weird accents, isn't it? Sounds like no. Russian. You think it's going to sound like Spanish? It sounds like it Russian. Sound like Spanish. I don't know. You stay in this country. What? You really? What I know did you, you say, just say to me? I know you say I go on holiday too much. You need to get out more. No, mate. You do. I did go on holiday. I went to Milton Keynes You're five times this week. Listening to Morrissey making jokes about, oh, what would it be if a racist said this? But it's you saying it. You're still saying the racist thing. You said. Last week, <laughs> twice. I said it, and I'm quoting, so I'm not a racist. Okay. Um, what do you? It does sound like Russian. Nah. It, what does it sound like then? You, you don't know because you spoke. You go up to and go, "Hello, English." Pauvre anglais. Me need washing done. And you point at their local food and you go, me no likey. You do chips. <laughs> chips. Chips with that. And what's chips. the Portuguese Gravy. Bit? What was the Portuguese lager you found on draft? Uh, go on. <laughs> what was it? Fosters. 
Oh, those crazy foreigners, eh? What will they think of next? Um, what on earth were we talking about? Oh, yeah, The Apprentice. The main lager that they have on tap out there <laughs> is called a Super Bock. Yeah. And I object to that. Why? Because it sounds too yank, doesn't it? it it's not very American. for you to dictate their culture, super you jingoist. Hey, would you like a cool glass of super back? No, the game. game? Oh, yeah. You I hate it because it's only 4% and you want 7%. <laughs> so you can get blotto. <laughs> Start just hurling abuse at people on the street. Do you remember when we went drinking a couple of months ago and we ended up in... Um, that pub and we ordered that lager and we don't know what it was and I found out later it was like eight and a half percent nice. and it made me be sick it had a refreshing taste it was disgusting that it was cloudy yeah that was all the alcohol mate <clears throat> this is the part of the show where we um, we take a look at some of the jokes that Lord Alan of Sugar makes each week on BBC's The Apprentice hmm. um, because we're, we're both big fans of sort of the structure of a joke and what makes a joke work or may- maybe not work <laughs> so we we look at one each week and this week we've got two because obviously Jack was jet setting um, so the first week we're going to look at uh, the task was to arrange and do a tour of the Belgium city of Bruges yes famous from the film In Bruges did you just say okay. the Belgium city or the Belgian city which one's the right Belgian? It was definitely Belgian. Okay. Yes. Uh, Chocolate. <clears throat> um, so one of the teams uh, decided to look at historic Bruges, whereas the other team looked at modern Bruges. Great. Uh, <laughs> the team looked at the historic Bruges. Um, that's where we get a uh, pop cultural reference from Lord Sugar in the rough shape of a joke. Here it is. So we had some monuments to go see in the morning. A nunnery? Yeah, there was a nunnery. Church? There was a church. There was a hospital? And a hospital. That and your thing was what? History. Should have been four weddings and a funeral, it sounds like to me. So, if you didn't hear that, uh, Lord Sugar says, A nunnery? Question mark. Person replies, Yeah, there was. Lord Sugar then says, A church? The person says, Yeah. Lord Sugar says, And an hospital? And your theme was? The person says, History. And then Lord Sugar goes, Should have been four weddings and a funeral, sounds like to me. So, there's an issue with that. Mm-hmm. Four Weddings and a Funeral is a famous British film yes. from the 1990s. Yes, directed by Richard... <clears throat> uh, you know him, Vicar of Dibley. Yeah, Richard uh, Curtis. Richard Curtis, featuring Hugh Grant. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, famous rom-com that features, oddly enough, four weddings and a single funeral. So yes. I went and looked through it and um, <clears throat> all five of these occasions do take place in churches but they're all different churches mm. so not the one church that Lord Sugar mentioned um, also even though there is a funeral so someone dies and in fact someone dies at a wedding if you remember not that's relevant um, there is never ever a scene in a hospital no. as Lord Sugar mentions um, also as far as I'm aware there's not a single nun or nunnery in the entire film. So when Lord mm. Sugar says a nunnery, a church, and a hospital, what were you touring? Four weddings and a funeral. Weird enough initially because that's a film. So how do you tour a film? But equally, even if that was somehow possible, it doesn't work as a thing. No. Any thoughts? Well observed. Thank you. 
any question. No. <laughs> no. No, that is that's sufficient. That's why that is not a joke. Yeah. It doesn't work. I mean, I, you've laid that all out there, really? mate. You've laid it bare. Um, you've uh, plucked it like a turkey. Oh, that was a particularly awful one. I mean, I know they're all like, we've said before, they're all like uni club reps. But there is one who literally could just be shouting oi oi the entire time. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen him in the background when your Kamala wife watches it. Which one is he? He's the one who looks like his hair's been painted onto his head. Yeah, I know who you mean. Clean shaven glasses, earrings. Yeah. Disgrace. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then this week. I'm surprised you don't never had an earring. No, mate. You look like a sprightly young Georgie Michaels. My dad would have sloshed me across the face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, he wouldn't. Uh, no. I no, it always seems indulgent, anything like that, to do with your appearance. Yeah. How dare you? Who do you think you are? You're very reserved when it comes to your appearance. Uh, and then this week's Apprentice, they were each given a car, and they had to come up with an advertising campaign for the car. Yes. Um so <laughs> this is mad. I mean like it's the thing with the apprentice we've discussed it before it's always been the people are awful and they get put in these scenarios and it's funny to watch these people fail yeah but normally there are one or two who are at least passable at what they do this year they have just been a disgrace <laughs> not one of them they're all awful humanity there's not been a single task where I've gone okay that is a passable exercise that they've taken part <laughs> in there so like this week right they were booking um, they were booking the venue to film their advert in and these people went oh this one's a village it would be nice if it was like a village we'll film a family coming out of their house in the village and getting into the car that was the basic conceit of the advert yeah. um, and there was a picture of the village and it's a hut with like a <laughs> I saw it yeah it was oh. like a old um it's a Norman village, Norman right? Village, and it's yeah. but the picture is like a hut with a shield outside. <laughs> and they turn up and they go, I don't think this is a little poply on the wall to whatever they thought it was gonna be. And I mean what is wrong that was, with you? That was too staged for me. Because but, they I know they're all stupid morons, but even between the four, five, six of them or whatever, one stupid moron could have gone just drive to a village and just drive and you'll find a village yeah see I'm never sure what's enforced on them and what's not because 90% of the issues just go google it yeah. go, oh don't know we're writing a kids book about our bees mate honey how does a bee f*** out the honey <laughs> I don't even know oh, don't no. swear oh, mate it. you tell me what to do <laughs> kick you in your drawers <laughs> <laughs> so Slap you in the gams, mate. <laughs> this week's joke is um, is about advertising campaigns. So here it is, Badumbum Apprentice. Well, this is one of my favourite tasks, and I've spent a lot of money on TV adverts. I became a bit of an expert at them in the end. In fact, I could write a book. I did. I wrote a lot of checkbooks, paying for them. So, the issue I have with this, okay? So Lord Sugar says, I spent a lot of money on TV adverts. I became a bit of an expert at them in the end. Yeah. In fact, I could write a book. In fact, I did. I wrote a lot of checkbooks paying for them. Yeah. So the problem with that is, <laughs> what he should say, to make that a joke, because it's mm. very nearly a joke, nearly. what he should have said was, I could write a book about paying for TV adverts. In fact, I did. 
it was a checkbook. Yes. Rather that than works. going, uh, I became such an expert, I could write a book. In fact, I did write a book. I wrote a lot of checkbooks about it. <laughs> you stu- stupid. Sugar. Oh, what an absolute helmet. Appalling state of affairs. Dreadful oh, business. I don't even enjoy it. I watch it every week and I hate it and I hate myself most Good. So at least you're punishing yourself for it. I know, that is my chastity belt there. <laughs> Me forgetting a little apprentice boner. Going, no, get back in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you, so turned on. He crossed his well, legs and I think about that. that. Hmm? You sitting watching the telly with your hand down your trousers. Graffiti artist. The irony will be that the writing will be on the wall for one of you uh, today. Yeah. Sorry if you got the tail end of that. I was just telling Jack. Ah, oh, very good. How my sisters are trying to kill my cat. <laughs> <They're Yeah. laughs> campaigning long and hard. Neither of my sisters live at home anymore, and one of my cats is very old, but she is in perfect working order and she's fine. But both my sisters just decided to try and kill her. With, by a doctor, euthanise her to death. The worst kind. <laughs> Poorly. But that is by the by. So uh, let's have some music. And then we'll wrap the whole shebang Oh, God. We'll go home. And then you do And then I'll have a cup of tea. Uh, Radio Bista, this is Sting. Right, that's probably enough of that. that I, think was, I made yeah. a big mistake playing that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, your music taste is very unusual, young man. Well, I, I wanted to play Fields of Gold, which is, un- oh. which is, without a doubt, there's no debate on that being a great Do you song. At school, we used to have like, in an attempt to show to Ofcom, not Ofcom. Who do I mean? Ofsted. <laughs> Ofcom. Ofcom. <laughs> Off. This has offended me. Some sort of attempt to prove to Ofsted that there was some interest shown in the arts at the school. Mm. They'd force some of the kids that liked showing off by performing mm. to sing in assembly. Oh, really? Which obviously they were bullied about, and then we'd have to have subsequent assemblies about bullying. Yeah, we've discussed that. But often. they'd always sing mm. Fields of Gold. Really? I'd have loved Why? that. Why? Mm. Why would you love that? I like it. What, a cappella? Yeah. No. Oh, really? No, not a cappella. Oh, that's annoying. No, I, I might have been. I used to love when Ofsted was coming for teachers because they just used to panic like the little weasel. Exactly the same as your mum having mates round or family round at the house, you know? Really? Oh, well, no, because the teacher... Well, she'd treat you... Well, maybe not your mum. My mum was a very different person behind closed doors and then having mates and family around oh right you know what like best like, behaviour when there's family coming around or something and they clean the house to yes in and they just go oh yeah no we always live like this this is just like no? this what? this is what life's like filth yeah. I wouldn't live in filth uh. what are you talking about <laughs> yes, yeah it was like that because teachers would just change entirely yeah. they'd go right today I've written the class aims for the lesson on the board <laughs> as usual <laughs> go right <laughs> Oh, how are you getting on there, Jack? You seem to be doing really well. You getting your exercise done? Yeah, great. I don't know what I'm doing. You haven't taught me a thing. (laughs) 
He's one of the slower learners of the class. I reckon you got locked in the broom cupboard <laughs> with an abacus when Ofsted were around. Like you Ralph say that. Rhythm. You say that. My sister genuinely that actually happened to her. Really? She got actually locked in the cupboard by a teacher once. What on purpose? Yeah. Really? Because the teacher didn't know how to deal with her behaving badly, so she just went right, go in there and lock the door on her. You know what? I that is that, a mad thing for an adult to do to someone. Don't be a teacher if you can't stand bad children. Cause I know. You can... Children are arseholes. There's, I know the holidays are great, but you can earn 15 grand. <laughs> you <laughs> No, I found out the other day. Um, Love that joke. Capital punishment um, in schools was only banned, in private schools or something, was only banned in like 1990, something like that, outlawed. Capital punishment in private schools. What yeah, do you yeah. mean by that? Well, I think in state schools it was. They've just got a <laughs> just got a little hangman room. No, no, no. Sorry, not capital punishment. Corporal punishment. No, yeah, that's right. It was only 1990. <laughs> Kids, who wants student, to throw the rope this time? A teacher couldn't murder a student <laughs> for being out of line. No corporal punishment. So, uh, but I think that makes so much more sense now with some of my teachers because. We had teachers in like yeah. their 60s, so the majority of their teaching career they've been allowed just to smack kids yeah. and they could not deal with the difference. We had a teacher who was kicked out because he threw a chair at a student. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. think that would have just been laughed off in the good <laughs> old days? Just think, throw a chair at some dyslexic kid because <laughs> he can't read cursive uh, writing. I had a teacher like that, but it was one of those horrible ones where they didn't, they always seemed quietly angry about everything all the time sort of like okay kids well today this is what we're going to do and we're going to learn about this and that's going to be nice isn't mm. it and then no, if someone did something wrong they'd be like right <laughs> here's this board rubber I'm going to throw it at your head oh, now oh yeah yeah we had a bit of that okay this has that... nothing to do with my husband leaving me <laughs> I would have done it anyway <laughs> Why don't you just shut up? You kids need to learn some respect. Uh, Oh, yeah. Good old teachers. Mm. I think teachers should just be like robots or something, you know. Probably in the year 2000. Oh, not much has changed, but they live underwater. You know what I liked? When we became 18, we started seeing teachers in the pub. And it's like, oh, you have no power over me now, (laughs) sir. (laughs) Watch me laugh at you drinking your shandy. <laughs> On your own. <laughs> yeah. Uh, stop looking at your phone. We know you're not texting anyone. Lonely man. Dirty anyway. P though. What? Probably time to wrap this up now. But, Jack. Well. I know, though, I saw can a we not, fear can, in your eyes. Can we not go anywhere until I've heard a bit of classical music? I know. I would not never, never deprive you of Thank it. Thank you. I'll tell you what. Last week, I was even thinking, we're not on air. Maybe I'll just send him one. Do you know what I was? I was driving the other day home from work, and um, with the other radio stations, they were all blocked out for some reason. But Classic FM, I thought I'll turn that on. But do you know what? It means nothing to me without a little bit of context. Just go, oh, here's the new one from Mozart. No, I want to know about what Wikipedia says about it. Do you think I'd bother to listen to anything by? The Dua Leapers, without <laughs> knowing the history, why she wrote those new rules. No. I mean, G4 are all well and good, <laughs> but I can't understand classical music without a few notes. This is a piece of classical music that um, 
Yeah. <laughs> what a production. <laughs> so, uh, this week we have a true, a true classic in every sense of the word. <laughs> this one comes from a young man you might have heard of called Carl Orff. Which I like. Yeah, I have. His surname sounds like Orff. The stupid dog noise. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, famous German composer. And he sounds like a vampire. Yeah, very Ka- good. Carl Orff. And it's fine to join in. Uh, he <laughs> <laughs> come on he wrote a, a cantata which is a, <laughs> you're which is, an idiot which is obviously a vocal composition with an instrumental accompan- accompaniment yeah typically in several movements okay. I mean I know it's probably frustrating for you to have stuff reiterated to you but there may be people listening who don't know as much as what we do about what, classical what, music sorry you I'm I'm essentially an idiot you're going to have to explain to me what a movement is in <laughs> musical terms I mean I, I mean I can but I'm really conscious of time now okay. so I mean I'll tell, a, you, I will a, tell you in the pub on a always. podcast yeah, yeah of course yeah. Um, so this particular cantata is called Carmina Barana Baru, yeah and it's based on the medieval collection of poems of the same name <laughs> okay uh, and <laughs> the whole strange because I've read the poems but I didn't know about this uh, the whole thing kicks off with a little piece <laughs> with a lovely bang <laughs> <laughs> with a little piece called O Fortuna right yeah okay the tone is modal until the last nine bars <laughs> so there it is okay uh, revolutionary so I hope you enjoy it as much as I will I'm looking forward to the last Seeing nine bars I know all about it uh, thank you for listening. Uh, no one's listening. Feel free to review. You the lost podcast. them at the apprentice thing, mate. Um, uh, Android. If you do an Android, or you know someone who's desperate to listen but they don't have an iPhone, get them on the Android. Yeah. Um, I wrote an article for people. Put it in the description. It's a, it's a good. Four one. people. Yeah. What for a noble move. No, for some people who then published it. Oh they? right. I thought you were like some sort of this whistleblower. Is, this is for the masses. <laughs> um, yeah, stay out of trouble. We'll see you in the week. Unless Jack's got a holiday. Go holiday. Love to week. your grandmothers. <laughs> <laughs>